You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Fresh take, Joshua Adam William Arthnot with Adam Diesel Power. Yo, 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 yo. And we're telling to the sexy dangerous. Yes, it is 2023, second day in. And the talent of the sexy dangerous, the Devonier, the anticipating Stephen Seal. I'm stuck in the past. I like 2022 more. So far. Yeah. So far. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so far, uh, two days in. Yeah. We head into one of my favorite pods of the year, which is the most anticipated pod. This year is a uh, it's a lot to uh, lean on coming up this year. This is when all the hopes are there. This time last year, I thought Thor Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange would be great. I thought Jurassic World Dominion, which I did not shit on enough in World Worst Of. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I did not shit on that enough. Uh, I thought that would at least be fun. Uh we're all just a lot more happier right now where everything's going to lay and yeah. And, and will I keep my streak of at least two things on my list, not being released in the year? Probably. Probably. Probably yeah. Cause I Do had you have three things to last list year from last year. Um, Did you write them all down? I'm just I... curious. I think God of War was probably my most hyped. I think God was... of War. I only yeah. have mine. I only wrote mine down. I can tell you what mine was. I probably have them somewhere. Mine was Sonic 2, The Crown, Season 4, Doctor Strange, Love and Thunder, Lego, uh, Skywalker, Sega, Winnie Time, The Lakers Show, Atlanta, Last of Us, Obi-Wan, Spider-Verse. And I'm okay, not bad though. Two of these returning again this year, or do I just say, hey, they had their turn, but we may have some returning ones on here again this year. Probably we gotta have a rule about being able to roll things over. Like if you if they if if they delay it, you can't uh, you can't be more anticipated for the next year. Yeah, I don't know what to do with specifically my number one because it's probably my number one again. Yeah, well, anyone who knows you, it's your number one for sure. Uh, my number one is not that. My number one, I have debated, but I know what my number one is. Okay. Yeah, my number one is done. There's a it's lot to a, choose from. I I thought you were like making, you know, I thought you were going to push me to my limits and I was just going to have to make shit up. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty easy to get to about 15 and I'm actually, I've cut a few that, uh, and I've added a few that I think I may not be excited for, but culture as a whole, I could see it being a really big deal. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there's stuff on here, like, I mean, we'll talk about anticipated, like honorable mention after, but there's just a lot. I mean, it, it, this year is really the first ramped up COVID is leaning away as far as getting people out, right? COVID is still going on. Absolutely. But this is the first year where it's like, hey, like people are going to start going out again. Projects are going to start happening again. And of course, today I can't get into my letterbox. So that's just <laughs> fantastic. Letterbox is dead. Um, Have you been having trouble getting into it? it? Have you had trouble the getting gremlins into it? Gremlins got into it. Yeah. The gremlins get into it every once in a while and uh, then it goes down. Okay. So it's not just me. I'm like, of course, of all the days I need to get into Letterboxd, today is the day I can't get into it. Yeah. Um, 
I, yeah. I, I found my list from last year. It was God of War. Better was Call it? Saul, okay. God of War. We yeah. own this city. All the stuff that. Ended oh, we up own on the city. List. You did nice. Yeah, it was number three. Uh, only one thing I didn't actually get to see, which was was the Northman. I never got to see the Northman. Mm. Which that seems to have a nice little rallying cry to it. It's weird. It seems like it didn't do well, but it's making another little like push on streaming. Yeah, underrated, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Who wants to start us off? Well, how many are we doing? Gotta give us the ground rules first. We're doing ten. Yeah, what's what's the rules? It's ten. Ten movies, TV, video games. games. Yeah. Coming out uh, in 2023. If we were more, if we were, if we were better citizens, we'd have books on there as well. I mean, I do technically have a Who book knows? in my honorable mention. I have a book in my honorable mention. Whoa! Okay, look at you, Mister Professor. Well, I think it's the most <laughs> it's the most anticipated book in probably the last five years. Oh my goodness! Is it like it's, a sequel to Hunger Games? It, it's, the to the Bible? it's the Harry. It's the Harry, but it's the Harry biography. Well, okay, so I think it sounds like you just got us started. Is that your number? Harry who? No, Harry, Harry Prince Harry. No, that's that's honorable mention. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah. Who's okay. Harry? Harry yeah. and the Hendersons? No. Uh, Adam, I'll let you start us off. You want me to kick it off? Um, yeah. I, I started with something pretty basic that is coming out in like a week, I think. Okay. A week or two. And okay. it's the Netflix series, Copenhagen Cowboy. Um, hey, it's, it. it's by Nicholas Nicholas Winding Refn, mm. um, who hasn't done anything for a while. I actually never saw his Miles Teller, Miles Teller show that he did, um, but he hasn't done a film in like since Neon Demon. Maybe was his last right. one. Um, he's the guy that did Drive, Only God Forgives, Valhalla yeah. Rising, all that stuff. Um, he's a really visual director, pretty interesting. So. He's, he's, he's on the Netflix teat at this point and uh, nice. making a, a new limited series. I think it's in English and um, actually, no, it's not because it's called Copenhagen Cowboy. I think I'm pretty sure it's in Danish. And uh, yeah, it comes out like this week or next week. So it should be pretty exciting. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Dev? Great choice. Uh, number 10, I am going to say masters of the air oh okay what's this apple tv it's an apple tv show but like a bomber squad from world war ii oh nice uh but it's got like barry keegan in it and uh i literally just saw a picture of it like 10 minutes ago when i was looking up tv shows coming out and i wanted to do something that wasn't necessarily season four of whatever so uh cautiously optimistic for masters of the air I'll, i'll get you a couple more uh austin butler's in it calum turner's in it Wow. Yeah, Barry Keegan, as I isn't mentioned it, before. Isn't it the true detective guy? Uh, I don't isn't think that so. Fun- Funkanawa or whatever. Oh, oh, it's directed by Funkanaga. directed by Fukunaga. Yeah. Is, didn't he do? Episodes. Isn't that what he did? True Detective. Isn't that what he's famous for? Yes. Why do I know his name? That's why. No, it's it, he's the director in the and uh, of the first season. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they did uh, no time. He did no time to die as well, which we'll talk. We you know that we we talked about that enough in the past. So, pretty big name. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm down for like a show that's about uh, that that could be like the uh, the band of brothers for a bomber squadron. Nice. 
Um, number 10, I cheated. I always do this with my 10. I kind of double down. Uh, I picked two Marvel shows that I couldn't jump ahead on. I picked Loki slash Secret Evasion. Loki, which has been the best Marvel series of everything we've had. And then Secret Invasion, which is a top three, top two favorite comic of all time period for me. Uh, and it looks to be, I mean, the cast on it is great. You've got someone like Olivia Coleman on it, who's terrific on almost everything she does. Amelia Clark's part of it. Obviously, Sam Jackson's part of it. Uh, a few other super talented actors. We don't have a, uh, a we've had trailers. We don't know exactly what date it's going to be up. We know it's going to be out this year. So super excited for that. And then Loki season two, like I was saying, by far the best Loki we've had this year. And Marvel is going to be a very cosmic year more than ever with, you know, having Ant-Man having guardians having the marvels and loki's kind of stuck in the middle of all of that probably come out in the summertime as well when guardians is coming out so really excited to to have that and uh hopefully these shows don't lower expectations where everything with marvel goes it was hard to pick marvel stuff this year just because of where expectations have gone for marvel in the past so that's why they they were at number two i was this year. loki would probably be my ninth pick so i would i would agree with you on that yes uh uh devin we're going to you for number nine well i was just gonna mention loki but i would i would say all the things that you have to say okay segue so loki was number nine for you uh yeah loki's number nine for me yeah so if if someone has something if it's higher just be like i have that higher so then we'll just talk about it when it gets to that point for that person all right so devin has Loki higher uh adam you go um i went with a bit more of an obscure movie for my first movie here um it's called infinity pool and it's another one that comes out in weeks nice um it it's uh by canadian director brandon cronenberg who's david cronenberg's son he did antiviral he did possessor um infinity pool has been kind of floating for the last year we thought we would have it at sif um, it just kept getting delayed and delayed, and it just got into Sundance. So it's premiering um, at Sundance later this month, and then it's out like that week. Like they're just dropping it right away. Um, sometimes Sundance stuff floats for like a year, um, but they're dropping it. And he's he like tries to not be his dad, doing like the body horror sci-fi stuff, but he always does. And uh, I'm pretty excited. I haven't I've been kind of avoiding reading what this is about. Um, but I know it is rated R in Canada, so it should be pretty wild stuff. Nice. Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. So can number... on the on the list. My number nine. God damn it, I'm sucked in. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> mm. I'm going with Indiana Indeed. Jones. Indeed. I know I'm gonna regret it. <laughs> But I'm sucking. You're not going to regret it. No. I saw the trailer no. and it made me feel like how I was when I was a kid and we were like five, six years old and having these big uh, blanket forts and pizza nights with our with our family watching Indiana Jones and renting it. And uh, hopefully this isn't what Crystal Skull was, where I felt like I was an insane patient, where I was like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You know, the ele- okay, well, the elevator, the. Uh, the refrigerator thing was kind of stupid. The monkey things were kind of stupid, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It took me like, I think I was in like Stockholm syndrome for like six months during Crystal Skull. Uh, James Mangold's part of this. He has a pretty good track record. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is part of it. I think she did some of the scripts. She has a pretty good track record. So there's people that I trust 
with products that are part Mads of this. Michelson. Mads Michelson is part of this. Harrison, who this is going to be the year of Harrison Ford. He's just like, fuck it, I'm going to die anytime. I'm fucking doing everything. <laughs> I'm going to do 1923. I'm going to be in a Marvel show. I'm going to do this Apple show with Jason Siegel, and I'm going to do Indiana Jones again. I'm fucking doing everything. Maybe he's like, he needs some rent money. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Indy at nine. It, it's, I debated keeping it off. Uh, I, I went between two films here and then the Disney side of things. I went between this and Guardians 3, which I'm really excited for Guardians 3. It just missed out. But Indy has a special place in my heart and I'm excited to see it and hoping that it doesn't let us down. Uh, Indy was on my honorable mentions list. Nice, nice. I will um, say this is the yeah. worst thing that could happen to Indiana Jones five is the fact that it's okay. That's the best thing that, could happen that no, I like it like, in reality. Like, we should have, I know the track record for the last one wasn't great, but you would think with how referential the film series is, Disney would want to really, really, really make sure everything's pristine yeah. for the show. Right. So I think we can have a little bit of, assume a little bit of positive intent with this kind of property. I know I've said that before and we've been burned, uh, but we have every indication that Disney did everything right with this particular movie. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay to be, it's, it's okay to be high on it. Uh, I just think that if it's like a six out of 10 and everyone just kind of forgets about it in a couple of years, that's the worst thing to happen to the series. Well, traditionally with the indie movies, it's every other one, right? Like obviously last crusade, People would consider the uh, not, Raiders is the best one. Temple of Doom, I like, but I know there's people that aren't Temple of Doom fans, but I enjoy Kalima and the whole sh it was short round and everything with Temple of Doom. I enjoy it. Uh, Last Crusade, people, so most people consider that the second best one, and then Crystal Skull's dog shit. So by the math, you would say this is going to be good. But the odd ones I are guess good. So. so we'll see. Okay. I'm with I'm with Dev on this. Like they'll just they'll throw enough money at it so that it's yeah. like at least passable yeah at least better than crystal skull right yeah like they're not exactly. gonna they're not gonna let this fail they're not gonna let it just like flop around and die uh, um number... so it'll be it'll be okay at worst yeah uh, that's what i'm hoping for uh number eight this is where i went into gaming i went to uh the new fallen order game which is being the it's gonna be the game that makes me get a playstation 5 uh, the first one was so, so, like, it had no right to be as good as it was. And I don't think even Devin and I talking about it thought it would be as fun as it, it has. And it, you know, had such an anticipated release now, getting the showcase it got at the Gaming Awards. Cal Kaskis was getting thought about in that ending of Mando. That's how beloved the character has gotten now. Uh, we saw, like, a level of his droid in uh, Boba Fett, the Mando episode. Uh, that that droid is so beloved now, and he's one of the top droids that people love. And, you know, people are wondering if Starkiller's in this. The the rumors and the thoughts for everything and the lore that this could add to Star Wars is fantastic. Some might say this is the most anticipated Star Wars property getting released this year. Uh, that's how excited I think people are for Fallen Order. It's not my most anticipated Star Wars release. I have one more on here. Um, but Fallen Order, I'm very, very excited for. So that's number eight for me. I have that as number eight as well. Number eight as well. Okay. Anything you want to uh, I think you're I think you hit the nail on the head when you called it like it should not have been as good as it was, especially given the launch of some of these recent Star Wars properties and video gaming. Mm -hmm. Star Wars video games as a whole seems to be pretty and, and rocky. EA. 
but to have a and it just it just goes to show how great things can be triple a single player only experiences like the games don't have to be complicated to be well loved and this game is really simple it's basically ripoff of Sekiro or Soulsborne games with a Star Wars skin on it but it told a really really great story and you're right when it comes to like the characters have kind of become more popular than they deserve to be after one game yeah. now granted I don't remember all the story beats but especially you're right between the droid and between Cal uh, there's some really cool things the that you could weave there's some cool things you could weave into this like Star Wars lore uh, that would, which is funny, which is like better than all the recent movies we've had. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Adam, where are you going for eight? Um, I went back to a TV show for number eight, um, and it's one I think it comes out pretty soon too. Kind of getting ones that are like early in the year done mm-hmm. early. Um, it's uh, the Idol. It's the HBO series. Um, who I haven't been crazy about Euphoria. I still haven't like dug deep into it, but it's by the same creator as Euphoria. Okay. Um, and the weekend uh, created it. Your guy. Your guy. And it's a, and it's, a it's about it's about like a famous singer who starts a cult around his, his music. And it's like the weekend stars in it with Lily Rose Depp. Um, and it's A twenty four, it's HBO. It should have similar hype to like Euphoria. Um, yeah, but I'm more excited for this one than than I think Euphoria. Yeah, I'm interested in that one. So that's going to be pairing in the in the 15th slot with Last of Us. Then I'm guessing. I think so. I don't know exactly when it comes out, but it's it's very soon in the year. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Bryn is back. Well, let's go to Devin for seven because it rhymes. My seven. Uh, Last of Us. Uh, I most of the year once it got delayed, I would just I don't I didn't think about it. I didn't care about it. I've seen a couple trailers here and there. Number four for me, by the way. Uh, yeah. What can we say? Like this is a this this is a tentpole franchise that HBO is putting a lot into. Yeah. Kind of like what we talked about with indie. I think it's I don't I think it's too big to fail. Uh, and I'm I'm willing to definitely give it a shot. So. We're yeah, I mean, it's a franchise that we're both into. So you have Neil Druckmann behind it, like writing it. I think that whenever you have the game creator part of it, I think that helps. And you know, Druckmann has been such a good writer, whether it be with the Uncharted series or what he's done with Last of Us. He's done a really good job of video game storytelling, d- despite you know, I guess I can't spoil it as much now because people are going to be invested in the in the show. So I don't want to spoil future storylines for the show. It's kind of like when people would read Game of Thrones books and didn't want to know what's coming, but the the the, diver, the divisiveness that came out of the last of us 2 was because of good writing and good storytelling and Druckmann really brings that and then you bring upon the creators from Chernobyl and everything they were able to do with Chernobyl and kind of like you were saying Adam when you have a team like everyone at HBO HBO rarely puts out bad product it's really hard mm-hmm. and i the video game track record is starting to seemingly go up a little bit i mean two of the best top 10 movies last year one was meh and forgettable which was uncharted but it made almost 500 million dollars and then there there was sonic which was a fun family movie and made a lot of money so we're starting to see the genre not be the dumpster fire that it used to be um and i think everything they've had around last of us even getting a sense of the trailers and seeing the clickers seeing the bloaters getting the atmosphere that last of us has had and i know there was a little bit of a blowback this week because i guess not as violent like yeah but last of us was never about the violence it was about the story 
that it told and i you know i've seen some people like oh it's just another zombie show I'm like but that was also what last of us wasn't about it wasn't as much about the zombies it wasn't much about survival and the relationships that were part of it and the and what that all brought out of everybody mm. well said so yeah that was my number um, four so we can skip my number four I, now i just want to mention on this while we're here because i don't have it on my list but i'd, okay. I'd give it an honorable mention um, solely for the fact that it was shot here, yep, um, which is really cool. cool. And I hope, and I hope it does well because that brings more productions to Calgary, brings mm-hmm. the second season back to Calgary, hopefully. Right. Um, and there's a lot around that. I'm still, I'm still wary of video games into movies, especially when the video game is pretty perfect storytelling. Like mm-hmm. I don't like the story is great. I played it. I loved it. Do I need to see it? and not play it again i don't know yeah. why yeah sure you know what i mean that's like this that's is why i'm true. i'm i'm not crazy about god of war being made into a show yeah well, i, I you, you just you described that perfectly for me yeah, i felt did. that same way when it was announced it's, it felt really needless um that's like i already see talk. it and and interact with it while it while the story is going through and now you're going to remove that interaction we, we, we and saw it just like watch right? it we saw Uncharted yeah, become a soulless um, advertisement and just like a watered down version of what Uncharted was. And much like your fears with God of War, it's the fears I have with Bioshock getting announced. I, I just can't, I just have no, unless Guillermo del Toro did it, I have, and, and Ken Levine was involved. I have zero doubts that Bioshock is going to be a good property. And kind of like you talked about with God of War, there's just so many things that could potentially go wrong with having a property like that. I, I want God of War to be a Netflix series with like interactive button presses mm. where it's like you're quick watching the show and then you have to do the quick time event or it's just I like, like it. press triangle now. Oh, I hate uh, quick time events. Lazy, <laughs> lazy game making. Adam, what's your number seven? Number seven. This is where I went with the twofer. Okay. Um, I already did. And, so. and, and I'll... I'll I'll clarify the two for um, it's two movies and it seems like they're, they're both coming up this year, which is crazy. But Yorgos Lanthimos, the guy that did the lobster, the favorite killing of mm-hmm. sacred deer he has two movies in post-production right now. So odds of them coming out are pretty good. One is called and um, I think with Joaquin Phoenix, there's nothing about that, but it's done. It's shot. And then one called poor things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both American films, like English language films, um, but if you know Yorgos, his his like offbeat, like like surreal but realistic, like stretches of of society are so interesting um, that I'm really excited to see some new stuff from him because it's been a couple years Congrats. since he's done anything. And what do we have? Like, you have a, an actual date on theirs yet, or they're just they're just in post production? I think I think and is the one coming out first. But I don't yeah. know. Like I, I heard more about that last year while they were shooting it. But then po- any any cast notes? Um yeah, and has like yeah, Walking Phoenix. Hold on, I'll nice. bring it up. You go to yours and then I'll jump back to mine. Uh number seven for me is uh my last we'll see from any Disney property on here. And I went with uh Star Wars and I went with the Ahsoka show. Uh, so it's probably my favorite character as I repper today on the show. Uh probably my favorite character. If you were a fan of Rebels, this is going to answer a lot of questions from Rebels. We're going to get Hera. We're going to get the Ghost. We're going to get Little Chopper, one of the best droids. Um, And you're going to get a chance to find out what happened to Ezra. We're going to see a live-action Thrawn. 
it all sounds so good that it's probably gonna go terribly wrong. But I'm excited. Why would it go terribly wrong? Like this is because, like Filoni's like this is like one of Filoni's. I know like, this is Filoni's characters. house, but this is I feel like this is like what I felt like for Obi Wan. It's like oh, there's this and this and this and this and this. But uh, like you said, I I do trust I do trust Filoni. This is his world. This is his vision. This sounds like this is his baby. There's no Kathleen yeah. Kennedy or anyone else involved in it. This is all Filoni, who we've seen Filoni in the past year uh, for Tales of the Jedi when. Filoni's focus, especially with Ahsoka, like who is his baby, literally, um, that it's going to work out. The casting so far has all been really, really well done. And just the anticipation of finding out what happened with Ezra and Thrawn for people that watch Rebels at the end there, going to be very exciting. The Thrawn casting, we still don't know. And I almost want them to not tell us who Thrawn is until the show starts. But the way things go, we're going to find out. But that is such a imperative casting for Thrawn because outside of Vader and Sidious he may be the th- at, at least what we've had in the last few years third fourth at my at the very least top five Star Wars villain that we have a chance to have seen or read well hopefully it's just Lars they keep it simple it's Lars Mikkelsen that's what I'm hoping for I hope it's Lars but we'll see so that's my number uh, that was my honorable mention although it, it very well should have been on my list for all the reasons you pointed out. Yeah, Mando, Mando didn't make my list. It was honorable mention because I did, I went between. I couldn't double down twice. I I knew so I went with Ahsoka over Mando. Although Mando should be fun. Uh, Adam, the casting. So, I feel like they're maybe shooting both of these at the same time. Okay, they cool. both star Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe. Well, yeah, Emma Stone did witnessing this in twenty twenty two. By the way, pretty so. wild. Yeah, yeah, and she was that. in his last film, The Favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, and has Jesse Plemons, Margaret Qualley. Um, oh, nice. there's nothing about this one, but it, there's there's footage of them shooting it. I thought you and were then poor in... things has. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. What? No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, poor things. Poor things is uh, has, there's a little more info about it about a woman who drowns escaping an abusive husband, and then her oh. brain is replaced by an unborn child by yeah. a crazy scientist. Uh, it's Emma Stone. This one's got crazy cast. Emma Stone, Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Margaret Qualley again, they Christopher knew. Abbott, Jared Carmichael, Rami Yusuf. Jared like, Carmichael, that's ca- awesome. Yeah, Jared Carmichael and Rami. So some like young, up and coming yeah. comedians. So and and if you know Yorgo stuff, not it's not full comedy. There's a lot of comedy in it, so it should be pretty interesting. So both of these are something I'm looking at. Uh, Dev, you already had your seven, right? Uh, seven was Last of Us. Yep, but I have my sixth. So, uh, let's go to six then for you. Okay, John Wick four. Made my honorable mention. I can't believe I until until something bad happens, I'm just gonna keep being excited for him. Yeah, and, I'm excited. And... It 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 was like eleven, but there was just some other stuff I was just like a slightly more excited about. But yeah, very excited for this. Uh, yeah, it's gonna. It, the trailer looks nuts. As always, they're always going to continue to push the limit. These movies are almost becoming fast movies at this point. But I think what, like, even just beyond the, the quality of filmmaking and the gratuitous action and when you get really cool cameos and stuff, not even cameos, but cool uh, side characters, it's probably one of the most, uh, like, most self-aware franchises we have in Hollywood. Yeah. Which is really saying something. And I mean, I mean, like actual franchise. Um, 
it's what's funny is I think they've done a really good job of trickling this information, not only with the movies, but the world itself at large. I think if John Wick was released by any other studio, we'd be having theme park rides. We'd be having tie-in movie or tie-in short stories, video games, uh, comic books, lunch boxes, breakfast cereals. And in reality, like we've had three movies, we might bring it a TV show eventually. The hotel. So I just, I just, I appreciate, I appreciate the slow burn for this world. It's just fun to go back to every couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Been too long. Is is that maybe, is that maybe why it's still so popular because they're kind of yeah. keeping it under that that level because once you like blow it up that way yeah. kind of loses a lot of its charm yeah i think if this was done by disney there'd be a movie every year show, there'd be the origin story show be, yeah and there'd just be, yeah, there'd it be, down there'd be the john wick kid show the dog or child the dog. or something exactly and it's just like <laughs> i just want to see two hours of movie every couple years and you could twist my arm for a, a short like a short mini series, it's perfect. Yeah, I, I would watch a show about the hotel. That's one hundred percent. That's coming. Well, is, is it ballerina? Is it ballerina? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, like good enough. I, I'm not a huge fan of the John Wick franchise. It's like I think I think when it came out, we were in a really big lull for action movies, and mm-hmm. then you have a competently made action movie, and then people are like, "Holy crap, this is amazing!" And it's like. No, it's just done pretty well. Like it's it's just not terrible. <laughs> this um, is the standard of what movies should yeah, be like. The this isn't was hard. So low. And then and this was like, oh, action that you can follow, action that you can watch. Like action scenes that aren't just blurs. Um, like a lot of the the like middle sort of Avengers stuff where the action scenes weren't weren't shot super well. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I don't know. I'm I'll still check it out. I'm not like I'm not against it, but it's just not like super in my wheelhouse. What's your uh, what's your six, Adam? Uh, six. Six is where I went with something pretty big, um, a movie, and uh, I'm going with Dune Part Two. That's on my list too. Not yeah. List. Um, I was pretty excited about the first one coming out, but I was kind of like, I don't know, I was a little hesitant to be super into it. Um, but then yeah. when it did come out it did really kind of blow me away and be, and like be that visual feat that you want, but also like the feel you wanted from a Dune movie, I think, um, after reading the novel. Um, and it made me want the second one like immediately. So I'm, I'm excited still two years later to see it. And it'll be in theaters. So that's going to be interesting. First one was in theaters. Uh, when right to HBO Max, isn't it? Nope. No, it wasn't. I saw, I, saw saw I saw it in IMAX. Yeah. I, oh, it did both. That's what I mean. It did both. It did yeah. double. Yeah. So this will have be just by itself. Uh, Deb, where did you have that? I had Dune at five. Um, okay. The thing that I'll say about Dune one is, and it, I've read the novel as well, is I think Dune one walked so that Dune two could run. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like how the book feels as well. It's almost Lord of the Rings esque where it takes so long to kind of learn the language, learn the speech patterns, who's talking, the Frank Herbert's writing. And by the time you get to the second half of the novel, which is quite literally like a second half, uh, you're just like fucking guns of blazing. Not literally, of course, but... Uh, it flies by a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot of great novel 
and there's going to be a lot of great movie to show in the second half for sure. If you if you were in, if you were interested in the if you made it through the first one at all, and you're adding Austin Butler, who to my chagrin and probably a lot is, has a chance to come off a Golden Globe and potential Oscar win because that seems like there is minor buzz bubbling now for Butler. He's doing all the right things. You have Florence Pugh, who was the best thing about Don't Worry Darling because that there wasn't much good about that. And then you also have. Uh, Christopher Walken joining it. So three pretty big actors joining the project and two, one specifically in Austin Butler that is going to be red hot at that point and really go into that summer looking to be showcased as the next guy that we can really showcase off. Yeah, absolutely. We can, we can also argue they're adding Zendaya because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she true. wasn't really in the first one. This is true. Uh, my number six, let's go. I'm going with uh, the Mario movie. I am super, super hyped about this. That trailer made me feel things I haven't felt in a long time from a trailer. I actually am mad that I didn't put that as trailer of the year because it should have been trailer. Of That's the what year. I was thinking when it was when you were doing trailer of the year. I, I was I, waiting for the Mario. I, I did not do as much research as I should have this year. I, I, there's a lot of regrets I have on the the best and the worst of this year. I need to do better next year. Um. But Mario, the trailer looks super fun. The Chris Pratt stuff is is what it is, but everything else looks super, super fun. Uh, Illumination doesn't really miss. They're a pretty good animation studio. They have Nintendo working with them with everything. And everything I've seen from the trailer gets me super excited about it. The really cool thing for me is my nieces and nephews are getting to the age now I can take them to a movie theater. And they're starting to slowly play Mario Kart and some of the, the scrolling uh, Mario games. Uh, my niece is super excited. We just found out today there was Mario toys at McDonald's and she got a peach today and she was super excited for that. And she just found out who Donkey Kong was today for the first time. She had no idea who Donkey Kong was. So um, just the anticipation. It's a life changing event. Yeah. Just the anticipation of that. And it's going to bring families together. This is a 30 year plus thing in the making for a lot of people. And I think, you know, as Devin and I said, like this, we're going to, I'm going to ask this at the end about uh, box office and whatnot, but this is a potential box office winner of the year with what Mario could do this year. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about predictions at the end of the pod, but this is a chance to really not just win the summer box office, but the summer in total. It, it and kind of goes hand in hand too with um, early, later this month in Universal Studios, California, the Mario World Park will open. And then there's anticipation for another scrawler or an Odyssey level announcement for Mario this year. It's going to be a big Mario year and they're going to try to do everything they can to jump off this. So I got Mario at number six. Honorable mention for me. Yeah. Um, Not on my list, but I like everything you said. Uh, number five. This was the hardest one to go back and forth one because this is the one I'm worried about getting burnt on, about if it comes out or not this year, because you're finding positive stuff. Like they have shot the finale, but they're working backwards um, so I'm going out on a limb, but, and that's why it's a little bit lower. If I had more concrete evidence that it was coming out this year, I would go with it. All signs point to it, but I've had that problem with when I picked last of us last year, I'm um, going number five is Ted Lasso, which mm. could be having it's, it's presumed to have its conclusion of uh, this year. It's gone back to back on winning awards. You would wonder if they try to sneak it in before May to try to get the back-to-back-to-back this year. Probably my first or second favorite show on television this year. Um, I enjoy the pods that we've done with Devin. Um, You've seen all everyone from this has really grown 
to bigger careers at this point. It's almost an Atlanta situation in some ways where it's just like, even if there is another season, it's going to be so hard because everyone from Brett to Juno to everybody on that show is starting to get other careers and get other big stuff. I mean, Brett's in a Marvel movie. He's going to be in Marvel be Hercules at this point, right? Juno starting to do a lot of stuff. She's been in, out here in Calgary shooting Fargo, and I'm sure she's going to get a lot of accolades of that. Fargo, um, by the way, was honorable mention, having Juno, having John Hamm. Really excited for that season of Fargo. That was honorable mention for me, but really excited to have Ted Lasso back, potentially. Everything, like I said, seems like it's coming out this year, but not 100%. Mm-hmm. Do you say conclusion? Is this supposed to be the last it's one? It's supposed to be the last year, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, Lasso's. Lasso's my two, just for the Lasso's two, yeah. Overall consistency of the uh, of the product. Yeah. Uh, who did you have at five, Dev? Oh, you had Dune, right? At five, I had Dune. Okay. Okay, Adam, you you got five because I and I can skip four because I had Last of Us. Five is where I went to video games for the first time. Nice. Yeah, uh, and this is where I'm going with a AEW game, Fight for the Fallen. Damn it! Yeah, fight for that was honorable mention. Yeah, fight for the fallen. What's it called? Fight for the fallen. Fight. Um, um, fight forever. Fight it's forever. just a fight forever. No. Yeah. Fight yeah, forever. Fight forever. Yeah. Fight okay. forever. Fight forever. Whatever it's called. I think still they don't have a date for it, but they're pre-selling it at GameStop yeah. and stuff it right now. It was February, so, but then the punk stuff happened. <laughs> it's sometime in 2023, and it's what's set to be like a, a huge throwback to old. Mm-hmm old uh, wrestling games from the past that everyone loved growing up then 64 games that kind of stuff um and as long as it has like a create a player create a wrestler mode where you can get some of those wwe guys in there and like you can you can have a lot of fun with this game so i'm i'm super excited for this yeah yeah it just missed out for me honorable mention but uh first game i believe in 20 years with owen hart in it which is really exciting. I know that's what got got Jermaine super excited for it, even though he's praying on AEW's downfall and has bet with <laughs> us about AEW's downfall. Um, you know, Cody Rhodes is staying in the game as a legacy character, so that's really cool. And uh, we'll find out if CM Punk is in the game or not. It sounds like he's still in the game, but I don't know for sure. And, I think he'll be in the game, but he might be off all the promo material. Yeah, and we have a bunch of – there's mini games in this as well. Uh, like you talked about too, that throwback Adam to that No Mercy uh, WCW World Tour N64 level mm-hmm. of game. The graphics I could give sh- two shits about is the wow. gameplay, which the 2K series has really, really lacked. And it seems they've done, they're back with Ukes, who was part of doing the No Mercy and the WrestleMania side of things. So yeah, very excited for that. And I'm almost mad I didn't put it on my list now. You got me more excited for it. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, so we go to number four. I'm going to skip because I had Last of Us. So, Dev, you're number four. Mando season three. Mando, yeah, honorable mention for me, but go ahead. Just, uh... This is the way. It's, it's, it's not, it's, yeah, I guess so. I'm more so interested with, uh, I mean, I, this is all hopefully because we have no idea what's going to go on, but uh, I want them to actually go deeper and explore Mandalorian culture. Mm-hmm. the the takeover uh flashbacks to a night of a thousand tears uh there's mm-hmm. considering like the, you know the boba fett character has been a star wars staple for like almost 50 years we need and we we know very 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 little about 
not only him, uh, I mean, the show notwithstanding, but just every, you know, everything about Mandalorians in general, uh, the show can do that for us. And uh, when Mandalorian's really clicking, it's, it's must-see TV. So um, yeah. it's, only, it's, it's pretty high on the list just because I want to see all the other Mandalorians. I want to see what happens. I want, I want them to go to Mandalore. I don't care about any of the, uh, the one-time cameos. I don't care about celebrity faces on my screen for five seconds. I just want to see them fuck shit up, really. Yep, we get to see Grogu and his little chain link and his little lightsaber. Exactly. <laughs> hey, don't spoil it for people, but yeah, basically. I, then, I remember oh, hearing there were, there were rumors that they were going to get rid of Grogu, right? Um, well, or like bump him out, Luke. and then he went to Luke at the at the the academy, and Luke made him have a choice between training longer or going to see Mando, who's his, his yeah, yeah. Dad. No, I've seen it. I've seen it, but I can't remember if it was the second season, third season, where there were all these rumors that like it was going to be like a Grogu-less season mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, is that really? Would that lose a lot of people? I feel like it might. Maybe. So I wanted him in. to stay with Luke personally. I was, I was kind of with Devin. I was like, I'm cool if Grogu just kind of stays with Luke and is kind of as as awesome as Grogu is, and I love him. If he kind of depatched a little bit, and we got more of the lore of Mandalore, and I mean. We have the whole thing, the, the storyline this year is he's removed his helmet and he has to do the whole ceremony and prove himself as a true Mandalorian again because he's taking his mask off. So to get into that side of the Mandalore culture uh, to have Katie Sackhoff back in this, maybe Mercedes Monet. I'm not sure if she'll be back or not this year. Um, for you, Devin. We'll find out in know. a couple days. I that's, guess. <laughs> that's the previously known Sasha Banks. Her name is now either Mercedes Monet or Monet Banks, we'll find out in two days here. So I don't want to, there could be either one of those. Uh, so we'll find out, I guess, the Costa Reeves character's back. But yeah, Mando should be exciting. Just, again, this year is so packed, but it made my honorable mention. Cool. Uh, Adam, you're four. My number four is a movie. And one that should have no right being on anyone's list. Um, but it's the Barbie movie. Yeah, I'm glad nice. somebody did it. I'm glad somebody did it. Somebody has mention. to. Yeah. Like when, when they said they were making a Barbie movie, it was like, who cares? Why sell toys? But it's not even to sell toys at this point. It's the material like, it's, side of it. They're showcasing. It's directed it, by Greta Gerwig. It's yep. written by her and her husband, Noah Baumbach, who are known for like their indie, like romance, like really introspective films. Well, after White Noise. Shit. And, but then giving them this Barbie movie is like yeah. seems perfect and insane, and it's and it's totally like the the like anti film bro culture kind of like yeah. rearing its head and and getting its movie. And that trailer is is perfect to kind of fight that kind of poking fun at Stanley Kubrick, poking fun at two thousand one. Yeah. But then it's so it's like okay, yeah, it's a joke, right? It's a, it's a one one big joke, and then Margot Robbie as the as the monolith Barbie doll. Um, but then they show like the clips, just the fast, the quick cut of all the clips of Barbie, and it's just like yeah. this looks insane. It's like a, it's like a West Side Story musical, La La Land, yeah, on acid, like Speed Racer kind of thing. Yeah. Like I'm I'm into it, so you I'm know, interested. You, you know what's interesting about that too, Adam? Is it's a big movie for Margot Robbie because she for. It was a shitty 2022 for her. You know, Babylon 
bombed and she was part of that as a production company and putting that along that bombed amsterdam bombed so this is a big movie for her to showcase if she has what it takes to be a leading uh part of a film or not i, I think the barbie name is going to be a big part of it but if you talked about actors that were part of big bombs last year margot was a big part of a lot of bombs last year babylon may be the biggest one that we saw mm -hmm. but th those are like big uh what do you call it where you have a whole bunch of people like ensemble casts right those yeah. are big ensemble cast movies yes she's kind of the star but not really yeah. like it's so many people um even this like obviously she's like the the titular yeah, character you got, but you got there's so many you. people in this yeah. yeah there's so many people the guy from sex education i forget his name the doctor yeah. who guy yeah um but yeah and it's going to be really interesting at the box office because it's that july 21st i want to say same day as Oppenheimer, and yeah. you're gonna have your like incel women hating film bros being mm -hmm. like, "Fuck this Barbie movie! I'm gonna make sure Oppenheimer wins." And then you're gonna have, and then you're gonna, but you're gonna have those people, especially oh, yeah. on the internet. You're gonna have oh, those yeah. people, and you're gonna have those people going in droves to theaters, and then you're gonna have the Barbie people. Like I'm honestly. I think there might be some hate crimes at the theaters. I hate uh, to even, say it. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if violence aside, it's like, it's going to boost box office and it really should boost box office. Yeah. And it all comes down to if they can get as many cinemas as they want for both of those movies. Um, I think it'll be like a, a pretty massive box office uh, weekend Ooh, or a couple weeks summer. at least. Uh, yeah. Okay. Dev, did you do your four? Does Mando? Uh, four was Mando, yeah. Okay, number three for me, it's, uh, like I said, Ted Lasso's one or two. This is, when I think about a show, this just makes me smile, and it's probably my favorite show, and it's The Return of Succession, season four. God, that's on my list. Mm. What number? Number one, baby. Yeah, I, I number debated one? number one. Yeah. Man, I, I had this at one. I one still to, can't. One to three, kept going back and forth. Holy shit, I'm, I'm so excited to watch this show. I'm so excited to talk about this show. And I'm so excited to pod about this show. You go back and look at the best of last year between Devin and I, it was all succession. Outside of White Lotus, I think this is the um, water cooler show, if that still exists yeah. anymore. Like this is the show that I have found myself talking with other people about. White Lotus this season kind of blew that up to a level that I hadn't seen. But this the prior season of succession... Seem like that. Like my my nan, my British British grandmother, she's obsessed with it. She'll call me asking me questions about it. <laughs> Sister, friends, succession is just at the top of it. It's arrested development, but more mature, if I guess is the best way you could put it, Dev. <laughs> Something like that. You know, there's just so many things about the show. Uh I just happened to watch like the other day, I just watched like a five-second clip of literally one random scene i don't even know what season it was and um it's the little quips that you won't get on the first watch that really seal this as a quality show for me and i really really mean to rewatch it and uh the lawyer guy frank yeah so they're talking about some kind of buying out of, of a company or whatever like that and he's like and kendall's like like what like it, frank's like yeah it's a stupid number like it's just ridiculously high and kendall's like well what's the number and frank's like I don't know, a badillion. <laughs> like <laughs> such like a it's such a throwaway line. That seals to me the quality of the show. 
uh, we're really we're really uh, interweaved with the characters. Never uh, forget the dick pic. The best scene of television I've seen in five years. Yeah. Of, oh my goodness. Going down the chair. <laughs> what are you, some sort Just, of there's so, sicko? There's there's quotes from the show. There's big scenes. There's little scenes. There's favorite characters. There's people you hate. Like it has everything that you could want yeah. from a TV show. It, it pulls you in all these different kind of directions and. The Godfather-like really ending in the last season, too. There was a lot of Godfather yeah. themes to that last season with Tom. Uh, and there's yeah. so many threads. There's so many threads that have not been resolved yet that could blow up in anyone's faces at any point in time Yeah, uh, that just linger there that we all know about, but the characters don't. So I'm, I just want to just give me more of it all the time. Adam, what's your three? Um, not Succession. I still haven't gotten into this. I've watched like three episodes and it... It doesn't it move six. me. It takes six. It takes six. No, Ellie, you told uh, me it, it took that, three. It's like four. It's like four or five. Once you get to Thanksgiving, six you're rolling. Thanksgiving, yeah. okay. I think, is the episode, right, Dev? Once you get to Thanksgiving, I think that was the one where they go out and they play the baseball game. No, they have like a Thanksgiving dinner, oh. and that kind of starts getting things rolling a little bit. But I was the same way. It yeah, took me like two or three times in the succession, and once I was in, I was in, baby. Mm-hmm. yeah by six you're like way way into it yeah uh we're at your number three. um cool number three is my last movie on the list so maybe i can quickly just talk about some other movies that i don't think anyone that i want had like as honorable mentions we'll do honorable mentions after okay we'll do them at the end okay yeah yeah so number three is um back to the h24 well of um and it's gonna be the iron claw Oh, okay. Um, and and it is the wrestling film um, starring With Zac MJF. Efron and MJF about the Von Erich family, which is like yeah. the the Southern Hart family from Texas. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Sean Durkin, who did like Martha Marcy May Magdalene, which really put um, uh, what's her name Elizabeth Olsen on the map for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now he's taking on this like wrestle like maybe uh the wrestler but like real kind of situation potentially mm-hmm. is what we're getting with this film um zach efron is not my favorite actor but he looks pretty great in this um and i think he could do it well and i'm just excited to see to see a new wrestling property that seems like fun um and interesting fun. and fun if you know well, the story about the von eric's dev it's pretty much the kennedy's fun. of wrestling it's the kennedy's nice. of wrestling. yeah 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 um but there will be a lot of fun in it It, it'll be dark for sure um but i'm just excited to see something on like this this level um this much money thrown into it i think so should be cool the film debut of mjf Mm -hmm. uh dev Dev, what's your number three number three i think adam uh adam will jump on my wagon for this one spot bomb rush cyber funk I'm just going to keep putting on the list until it comes out. It's my number two. It's the spiritual successor of Jet Set Radio Future soundtrack by Hideki Nakaguma. Just, I just want it's it so bad. It's supposed to come out this year, want... isn't it? It's supposed yeah. to be summer. It's supposed to be summer. Yeah. I yeah. just want to skate around on rails. I want to paint graffiti. I want to listen to some really, really, really cool like Japanese DJ electronic music. D- didn't they say you can, you can rollerblade, skateboard, and bike? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be it's good. My number just, two. I can't wait. And I and I understand this is like such a deep cut 
original Xbox fandom nostalgia pick from like 14 year old Devin, but Dreamcast, Sega Dreamcast. That's that radio I mean, was Dreamcast. That's yeah. that the future was Xbox. I I'm not I'm not saying that this this should be necessarily like a franchise or it should have been a franchise or that Sega like did this franchise dirty, but uh it's it's just totally a nostalgia pick. It it needs a next gen update. For sure, and that's what hopefully we're getting right. Jet Set Radio Future. I would love a next gen update for that. I don't know. There's signs the at AW, right by the way, Dev. There's been signs at AW. <laughs> remake Jet Set Radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did a. Well, they did a, coming. They did a re a remake of Jet Set Radio for the Xbox, which was really cool, and I, I do have that copy, and I've played it before. Nice. Although it's it hasn't aged very well, but Jet Set Radio Future would just, I would just cream myself. Excellent. <laughs> uh i guess i'll just uh go to number two for me spider-verse is number two uh, it's gonna be a big yeah. year for lord and miller this year and th- i mean everything we saw from the trailer all the spider-man that we got to see including superior spider-man which maybe outside of the 94 spider-man show even maybe more than that one of my favorite spider-man uh it's just gonna be absolutely banana it's crazy what we we're gonna Not get bananas from this. banana banana oh, banana yep that's R.I.P. Pat Patterson. Um, it's, yeah, the trailer just looked nuts. I mean, the first Spider-Verse was potentially, it won uh, an Oscar for Best Animated. It could have won for Best Picture that year. That's how good that film is. Uh, the animation looked, I mean, the animation this year too, there are just so many different tones of all the different spider people that were getting in it. And you just trust Lord and Miller with the storytelling that they're going to go with. This was supposed to come out last year. They bumped it to, potentially put more spider people into it so it's uh it's gonna be nuts and i mean the soundtrack was one of the best soundtracks for movies we've gotten in a long time so i'm excited for the soundtrack as part of it as well so that's my number two i I have i have one unfortunate downside for you josh that you might not be aware of Hmm. nike and jordan are releasing another spider-man jordan one like they did for the last spider-verse movie it looks terrible Oh no! Really? It looks awful. Oh, the first it's ones so were ugly. cool. The first ones were cool. These ones are too much. It's like mm. it's it it's like all every panel is like slightly different material, and I get what they're trying to do with all the different animation styles. But it's like you can't just be like take the movie and just pluck it out and put it on a shoe. That's mm. what they did, and it, it's it's just bad. You can find it, but the uh, movie's gonna be cool. We know Adam's number two. Dev, what's your number two? My number two is Lasso. Nice. Um, okay, so I guess we go to number ones. Uh, Adam, you go to number one first. Me first. No, Devin's, no, Devin's number one is Succession. All right. I would be remiss if I don't mention the Safdie bros. Yeah, of course. Is this the Sandler movie? And they can't can't do the Sandler movie. They're not shooting that till like the summer. Okay. It, I don't think it'll come out till 2024. Um, but that sounds crazy. Like basically uncut gems set in the world of high stakes trading cards. Uh, so that'll be amazing. Um, but no, this is something that's actually going to come out this year. Um, it's a Showtime television show uh, called The Curse. And it's the Safdie Bros directing, producing, um, starring Benny, starring Emma Stone, and written and starring Nathan Fielder. I was going to say, so you I have... figured you'd have this because that thing at the Mets game happened. And everybody thought that they were doing something at that Mets game because they were all oh, there. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, you didn't, didn't hear about, about this? this? So they had that thing no. at the Mets and Phillies game. 
I believe, where they started showing all of them on the Titantron, and they showed Fielder mm. on there, and he just looked so an impression. Everyone's like, oh, he just he seems like a national. And everyone's like, wait a minute, this could be part of this film. Because why is Emma Stone at this baseball yeah. game? Wearing Padres so stuff. It's, it's very random. It's Padres. Yeah, it's so Padres. It's, it's like a fake reality show where Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder, I think, are the couple um, who are trying to have a baby, mm. like find a house and have a baby, but they keep going to like cursed properties. Oh. Like there's some paranormal thing. It's like a, it's like a ghost hunter reality like property bros kind of thing i don't know exactly what it is but it sounds crazy and with the safety bros behind directing it um and behind the scenes um and then nathan fielder writing and putting his like surreal like the rehearsal i've watched that first episode of the rehearsal like five times this year um yeah it's it's amazing and the show is fantastic so like bringing that sort of like super offbeat but mixing reality and fiction writing into like the safety bros world is super interesting and emma stone who i didn't really like earlier on in her career um has kind of taken a lot of interesting roles as of late and i'm kind of turning turning the other the other page on her career maybe i think she's uh becoming pretty interesting with fielder any year review show i listen to there's the people that didn't watch that show and people that did and mm-hmm. people that did, yeah, and the, every time it's number one. Every single list. And the people that people didn't that watch watched it, were wrong. it's number one. Yeah. So if you didn't right. watch it, you were wrong. And you my number to watch one. It. And you still can. It's not like twenty twenty two is over and you can't watch them or something. Well, with That'd HBO shows, you never know. With HBO shows, you never know. They could be gone. They could just try to pull Watch the, the rehearsal. Exactly. Yeah. So watch it now so you can be in the know for the rest of your life. Uh my number one. This year, on a very special episode, ah. Cone High. Cone 20 High. years! We've been waiting 20 <laughs> years to find out what happened will, to that cooler. I will believe it. It's it was. I toyed with it on my list, and it would always be number one on my list. I just need to I have know. more. I need to have more details. This is probably the one I'm getting burnt on that will not make it. To make it two years in a row where I have a number one that doesn't make it. Uh, but they had that stuff on Twitter and everything like that. They, they said it was coming out in 2023. We'll see. I probably will get burnt on it, but I couldn't. I My heart stayed too strong on it. And it's been 20 years. I mean, Clone High is probably the reason this podcast, one of the reasons this podcast exists. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say about this show? It's, it was way ahead of its time as far as um, quotability, memeability. It's all of a sudden gotten a big TikTok level of fame. Like it's memed a lot on TikTok, which I didn't realize until I've started to have to use TikTok mm. more for work and stuff like that. I see so many clone high memes on there. So it's definitely caught into a different generation. And it's because on YouTube right now, they someone just put the whole block four hours of clone high on YouTube that you can just watch suc- successively. So it's <laughs> really easy to watch clone high and for free. Uh, and I think, I mean, the cast is good. I mean, the Gandhi question, Devin and I talked about it when the uh, the, the the tweet came out about them uh, uncooling people in the in the freezer. So that'll be a big question of what they do with Gandhi. But man, it's going to be, <laughs> that's why I said this could be a huge year for Lord and Miller. Getting Spider-Verse and that's going to k- probably kill it. And then getting to have Clone High back, which is their original baby and really kind of got them off the ground. 
what if they what if it's like a full new series of clones and it's not yeah that's like it doesn't need to be jfk and well, they, uh, they've, they've teased and jfk and, and abe already they've already teased both of them mm-hmm. but i i'm cool with a whole they, new set of stuff they could have gone like a full like there's there's so many figures that you could use oh i i think we'll get this, different right? guys i mean Devin and i talk i'm not going to be shocked if there's a trump clone i'm not going to be shocked Trump? No, because he's no. alive. That would be no. no it'd be too. They'll on do the it for the. They'll do it for the jokes. I don't think so. No, they might do like a Nixon or like a Reagan. Nixon, Nixon. Yeah. Reagan might do the Queen. Maybe they add that at the last second. <laughs> Tons of stuff, right? Like, there's yeah. so many people that have pa- unfortunately have passed away in the last year to do yes. that. Yeah, you get a barber. Would be like, like a for baby. Now. They would be like a baby yeah. in this world. Right, like somebody that died like last year would be like a newborn. Yeah, so Betty Clone White High. baby, Betty White baby. <laughs> yeah, Barbara I don't Walters know if baby. Betty White. I don't know if Betty White is like, yeah, Barbara Walters would be interesting. Like she's like the school uh, yeah. newspaper reporter and just asks weird yeah. questions that make people feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there we are. Um, all right, Adam, you had some honorable mentions. I have some honorable mentions. Devin has honorable mentions, but I'll let you go first. Just, just a whole bunch of movies that are coming out this year. Cool. Um, there's this one called Renfield, where Nicolas Cage plays Dracula, which is going to be amazing. Right in your um, head. Yep. Um, Hunter Schaefer from Euphoria has has their first leading role in this movie called Cuckoo, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, Maxine almost made my list. Um, Ty West's trilogy of yeah, X and Pearl, and now Maxine. Um a film called Megalopolis. Megalopolis. Yo, the cast is so good. You it's see Fran- the cast I mean, because it's Francis Ford Coppola. Damn, that ca- read that a, cast he hasn't out. Made a, he hasn't. I don't have it up. He uh, hasn't made a, a real movie. Um, he hasn't made a real movie in at least ten years. Um, it's been like, like ten years since he did Twixt, which was like kind of a real movie, but not. Yeah, it, it's Aubrey Plaza, it's Adam Driver, it's Shia LaBeouf, it's John Voight, Jason Schwartzman, Giancarlo Esposito, Dustin Hoffman, Forrest Whitaker, Lawrence Hoffman Fishburne. Been forever. Um, that's Shire, all I see on here. Talia Shire, Shia LaBeouf, yeah, it's uh, Catherine Hunter, James Raymar, Chloe Fineman, D.B. Sweeney, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Chloe Fineman, by the way, yeah, crazy. is starting to get some... If you remember, Devin, we did our SNL when I talked about SNL this year, and then looking for a star... And I mentioned Chloe Feynman to you. She is like the unsung star of SNL right now. They're trying to make it Bowen Yang. And Bowen did good in Fire Island last year, I thought. And uh, he was in Bros mm-hmm. as well. But so they gave him all the gay movies. I hope that he can get mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, he is a gay man, but he doesn't have to be cliched into those roles. He's really talented. Uh, but Chloe Feynman is someone that's super talented too. And she was in White Noise. And now she's in this as well. So I'm glad that people are starting to see her talent and put her into things. So yeah, Coppola just coming back after. Yeah. Let me see if I can find what his last, like he like he honestly hasn't made like directed a movie in 2011 was you, his last movie and I had a Mandela that wasn't effect even, like, with him. A big movie. I thought he I thought he passed. I'm not gonna lie, I thought he <laughs> no. passed until I saw it because I was oh, watching wow. White Noise and I went to What's Adam Driver in next and I saw that cast. I'm like, not gonna lie, I thought Francis Ford Coppola passed away. So I was very relieved. Like, sweet, he's alive and he's going to make this boss-ass movie. Like, what, his last big, like, The Rainmaker in, like, 1997? 
Yeah, it's been a like the rest time. of his movies. I've been pretty low, but like lower budget. Um, this one has a hundred million dollar budget, so, um, I think I think it'll be pretty big. Um, just a couple more. Terrence yeah. Malick has a new movie. If if you know who Terrence Malick is, of course, he's a master filmmaker. Um, The Way of the Wind. Um, Bo is afraid Ari Aster's third movie coming out, and we kind of have this thing with horror directors where it's like you got to make a third one to be like a top level like jordan peele was that guy after he did us it was yeah. like you got to make one more otherwise you're nobody and it's like ari aster is in that in that world right now and this one has walking phoenix um we got scream six we got saw 10 i thought i thought you'd have scream on there no it's not yeah i don't know i like them but in they're new not york it's gonna be kind of bad yeah. i think it's gonna be pretty sweet like it's in new york yeah it should no, be good nav Right, rightfully Nev is out because they didn't pay her the right kind of money. But Jana Ortega is in there, who yeah. is both you and they I. They had a little teaser trailer for it. Yeah, that was um, pretty good. And Saw Ten, which is cool but yes. not cool at the same time because <laughs> yeah. now, now spot the last Saw movie is now canon apparently. When they said it wasn't going to be because it was which terrible. one? The Chris Rock one. Yeah. Oh, Spiral. God. I thought I thought Spiral it's was because- always canon. No, no, it wasn't, and but then, mostly. but now they call this one Saw X, which is Saw Ten, yeah, which means that that one has to be canon. Well, it might be like the iPhone; they just skipped iPhone Nine. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Um, and then Kristen Stewart is directing her first movie this year. Oh, cool! Yeah, the chronology of water. Um, so that nice. sounds pretty interesting too. Um. I had honorable mention. I had a few on here. Uh, obviously, the 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 Marvels, the Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel show, I think could be interesting, but we haven't seen enough. That I really loved Miss Marvel last year. I'm actually more excited to see Kamala Khan again than I am to see Captain Marvel, to be honest. Uh, Ant Man, Quantumania, Paul Rudd. So that that should be cool. But again, like my anticipation for Marvel stuff has sank quite a bit. Guardians is probably the movie that I'm the most excited for, and it's James Gunn's swan song to Marvel before he leaves to take over DC. This was so close to making it. it was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. That was like mm. 13, 12 on the list. The, the, the last Mission Impossible just took this giant leap to another level. And you feel this anticipation with Cruise right now. With everything you just have with Top Gun, people just want to see Tom Cruise do crazy ass shit. He just had that video uh, talking about announcing Top Gun, going to Paramount and doing the, another just crazy ass dive <laughs> out of a plane as he talked about the box office. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, Little Mermaid, um, really excited for that. Hopefully I get to take my niece to that and get the live action of that. Hopefully it's better than Pinocchio, the last live Oof. action uh, one that came out. Uh, you guys don't give a shit about this, but it's a franchise I get to go to with my dad. So Fast X, Gal Gadot sure. is somehow alive, <laughs> even though she blew up in a car. So she'll be back in this. So I'm excited to see how they bring Gal Gadot back to life. Is she still like a... in it? Uh, Rock's not in Is it. Is the Rock still in it? No, no. Is she gonna be like a cyborg with like a metal eye and stuff? That'd be kind of cool. I have no mm-hmm. idea. They've already gone to space. So what difference does they got, it make? They got Jason Momoa in this one too. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Roman Reigns. So, um, I've Roman used this Rand's analogy. Bust. I've used this analogy before, but did the Expendables walk so that Fast and Furious could run? Fast was first at this point. At this point, I think no, I know Fast, it is, but but I think Fast and Furious took Expendables oh, into their right. era. Well, they took the like, formula. Fast, yeah, because yeah. Fast Five is by far the best one, and that's kind of around that area. Um, 
few other ones here really quickly. Knock at the Cabin, which is an M. M. Night Shyamalan movie um, with Dave Uh-oh. Bautista and Rupert Gritz in it. And it looks interesting. It's like the first what Shyamalan a twist. movie. Yeah. What it's a the twist. first Shyamalan movie that I've seen. I'm like, that actually intrigues me. Although the island intrigued me as well, I guess. And then that turned out to be dog shit. So who knows? Every other Shyamalan movie is good, though. So yeah. this one has a chance, right? Uh Transformers Rise of the Beast. Uh, it's not yes. Michael Bay part of it. And Beast Wars was fucking amazing. So I'm really excited yes. to see this one in the theater. That's going to be badass. Um, the Turtle movie that's uh, made by Seth Rogen. It probably would have made my list, but I don't know for sure if it's coming out. Same with the Darkwing Duck property by Seth Rogen. If I knew those properties were coming out this year, they 100% would have both made my list. Um, Rise of the Beast one, is on my honorable mention. One that's coming out like this week that I'm interested in is this Megan, which looks mm-hmm. both like it's going to be like terribly good. If that makes any sense, Adam. It's, it's James Wan, right? The guy that, yeah. that did some soft films and, uh, and then last year or the year before he did Malignant, which was yeah. like a real cult horror sleeper with like a batshit crazy final act. And like, if you know me, I watch a lot of batshit crazy stuff. And when I say they like kind of jump jump the shark on this it's wild so yeah megan is like it's like an ai doll um that is like a it's supposed to be like a friend like a chucky kind of thing but it's an yeah. ai little girl doll and she dances um and she dances and his friends but then obviously starts killing people when they don't like the owner um but it's like it's so creepy because it's half robot yeah. like i think in the production it looks like half robot but then half a little girl with like a creepy mask on. Yeah. And so it's like this weird mix. Uh, it looks really good. Uh, I'm interested Nap- in that. Napoleon, the Ridley Scott film, Joaquin Phoenix will be playing Napoleon in it. So someone that's, you know, big into history and those type of things, like watching the crown and stuff like that, that'll be interesting to see him. So that'll be the biggest Oscar bait that I at least know at this point. Creed three looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Jonathan majors is due for a big year. Next Goal Wins, which is the next Taika Waititi movie and has a really stellar cast of Fassbender, Elizabeth Moss, of course, of course Rifus Darby is part of it because that seems like him and Taika mm-hmm. are and everything. Elizabeth Moss, like I said, is part of that as well. Um, Our, Our Flag Means Death, season two. Really excited for that as well. And then uh, TV shows, few here. Poker Face, which is the uh, Ray, Ryan Johnson show that, uh, right, I saw that. has Natasha Lyonne. Mm part of that that's kind of why she had the cameo in um in glass onion i guess a minor spoiler there but movie's been out for two weeks now so oh yeah she did have a cameo and uh i, I mentioned sh- shrinking which just randomly dropped a trailer before mr quest one night and show jason siegel and at the end harrison ford walks out i'm like what the fuck harrison ford's in this random show <laughs> that's rent money. Be really interesting yeah uh I, I guess severance if that comes back we don't know for yeah. sure yet right so there's shows like that that i don't know like is severance coming back or not uh gen v which is the kind of the high school prequel in the mix of the boys i don't really know if uh if that's where that's going um so yeah and i had uh, the adult velma show on there as well what one more show um is Yellow Jackets season two? And Yellow Jackets, yeah, Yellow Jackets as yeah. well. It's not top ten, but it's I'm I'm interested. Yeah, and, uh, and that's pretty soon. I think that's coming out like spring, March. Yeah. Like it's we're pretty gonna get Yellow Jacket. We're gonna yeah, get a Yellow. I mean, for new. this pod, Yellow Jackets, Mando, and Succession all at the same time. 
Damn. Maybe Secret Invasion in there as well. We'll see. Dev, do you have any honorable mentions we missed out on? Yeah, I'll just give you my list quickly. I had Indy 5, Mario, uh, Hogwarts. Oh, the game. Uh, the, the video game. <laughs> I'm just, I'm interested to see. God, I'm interested to see if, if they're able to do like a whole open world RPG action game with this, with all the spells and the houses and just, you know, make it open up to everybody multiplayer wise. Like that could just be such a moneymaker. Um, the JK Rowling stuff, notwithstanding, uh, she's kind of a piece of shit. Yep. It's a piece of shit. Uh, kind of like the, would it be kind of like the Ghostbusters, like the most recent Ghostbusters game? What was that one? Well, they did oh like a three. They did like they did like the game that was like supposed to be Ghostbusters three, and they brought like some voice actors. Yeah, and stuff. where I played it, and you and it's like a third person, and you're like, yeah, shooting like that one was. Fun. That it's was supposed cool. to be a Ghostbusters sequel this year too, but there was no concrete evidence mm. of that. I'm, I'm surprised both of you didn't do. How do you live? What's that? The Ma- what, what Maos- that? the Hayao Miyazaki film. Oh yeah. I don't know if that's coming out. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it because, like, those, yeah, to to do that takes like four or five years of it straight. And Adam, no cocaine bear for you, which I'm shocked at. Yeah, it's, it's on, it's like, uh, I think I got a little, a little lost. Like, I saw when I went to see Violent Night a couple weeks ago, I saw the second trailer for it. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it kind of like lost me. I wonder if it gets the concept of the name. Like, the first trailer was great. It was just like, this bear doing crazy shit um and then it's like this little bit of the story but now you're getting a bit more of the story and i don't want any of it and i don't want like funny characters yeah really and if he's like too much like it's gonna be like cameo 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 eaten by the bear like i don't know it feels too jokey uh, when it is a full jokey movie yeah i, I was know. like what are you talking it about just, i don't know it's it just feels like not what i want exactly uh, i want I like a, a 70s like bear exploitation <laughs> movie right with some some funny some comedy but like i want like i want bear i want bear kills uh i had a, a couple other ones i had yeah i had uh the sequel to hollow knight silk song nice yeah that looks good. and then i had spider-man mm. spider-man 2 see i didn't fun. i don't believe it's coming out yeah <laughs> so yeah I, away from it. I don't believe it don't believe it no trailer at this point, I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I just an honorable mention. Like, if it comes yeah. out great, if it doesn't, then I don't care. Yeah, sure. I mean, I had gaming stuff too. I had uh, Tears of Kingdom. Uh, was honorable mention the Zelda game Starfield, which looks really, really cool and ambitious. But I feel like we've been down this road before. <laughs> um, Street Fighter Six looks really cool. Um, Alan Wake, mm-hmm. which <laughs> is getting a sequel. Uh, Res 4 remake looks really cool, and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League looks really cool. And apparently, right. Dead Island 2 is finally coming out, which I don't believe either. Yeah, I've heard that. I'll believe that when I see Do you like that game. Uh, I, I didn't mind it. I remember Jay and I, when it first the trailers, you talk about a trailer mm-hmm. really yeah. getting your attention for a game, Dead Island really did that. So, Jermaine and I, we went in it together and we played it. We're like, this is kind of shitty, but kind of fun. Like, I it was like very in between on it. I think the, the I, most I played the memorable... whole thing. Yeah. I, I just hate I hate games where your weapons just break and yeah. then you don't have any weapons or bullets. Um, but there was a glitch in this game that if you had a really good weapon, you could like throw weapons, right? 
And if yeah. you threw a weapon and then paused it before you, you like, it hit the ground, you could like duplicate the weapon. And that Weird. was the only way I played through this yeah. game. A was lot like of paddles got thrown in the air by it me. was good. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, but uh, yeah, I just without that, I don't know if I would have liked it. Just couldn't uh, handle it. Two sports ones. Um, Women's World Cup should be exciting, specifically because Canada is a favorite in it. So that'll be very exciting. I heard a lot of people like, oh, the World Cup is done. I was like, no, it's not. We got the Women's World Cup and Canada's a favorite in it. For all those people that got so excited for Canada, we got an Olympic gold medalist team that has a chance to win their first gold, uh, World Cup this year. And then uh, for just personal around this area, Calgary having a professional basketball team and getting the chance to go and uh, take those in, that should be rather exciting as well. There you go. Surge. They just released uh, their their uh, ticket prices. They're not too bad. Nice. Um so this is the last question, then we'll get out of here. Um, give me, off the top of your head, I'll let you go first, Adam, your top five, okay. one to five accurately for the box office next year. This year, I guess now. Oh, my God. So I was just looking is, at this thing. Who is winning the box office overall? Oh, my God. It's... um. Uh, it's Spider-Man or Guardians or it's Mario. Don't have Mission Impossible up there? No. I'm going to go Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Number Spider-Man. one overall. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that a big... I don't know. It's a big thing. Uh, Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Mario... Then what? Indiana Jones could do numbers. Yep. And then Dungeons and Dragons, just for fun. It, it, it could. <laughs> I mean, that's either going to be a big flop or do good. Oh boy, it's not going to do good. You, Dev, what do you have? Uh oh. I mean, never underestimate Christopher Nolan. First of all, this is true. Oppenheimer could be something. Um, no, no. The, way you're, the way that you've been talking about it, it makes it sound like you're you're anticipating uh, Mario being number one. Um, the Exorcist will be big too as I well. Think, and I think Mission Impossible big. is going to be number one. I don't think it I has think, that Top Gun. I don't think it has that Top Gun run in it. The last one is Avatar three not? coming out this year. No, no, twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay, so then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Mario's number one. Okay, I'll go. I'll go Mario one because I've been beating that dream. But I got Mario one. I've got Mission Impossible number two. Got Guardians three. I've got Indy five and Spider Man five. And Barbie looking in on the outside. I think Barbie's going to do numbers like Adam no. was talking about. You don't think so? Barbie's not going to do that. By It'll the way, do well have for what it Gremlins is, but it's not doing big year? blockbuster numbers. That's a thing that's happening this year. No. Gremlins three. There's a Gremlins TV show by Christopher. There's Columbus? an animated Gremlins. Like, I don't think it's this. Maybe that's new, but it won't come this year. Gremlins, yeah. there's a Gremlins TV show coming. Oh, Dune TV might show. do numbers too. Dune might do numbers. Yeah, too. Dune's. Gonna... I think we got to keep not it gonna simple. Do, like franchise, not going to do that right? big. Yeah. Is Ant Man? But is Ant Man traditionally as uh, lucrative as Guardians will be? No, no Guardians I, I, make more money. Than... I would say but they're they're, they're pitching it. They're pitching it as that like crossover one, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I would probably say it, might... it would probably go Guardians, Ant Man, Marvels would be my best guess for the for the Marvel films. And Flash is something. Well, that... Flash. Yeah, that's a dark horse. Yeah, I just I, I there's just an wonder... Aquaman. There's an Aquaman. Yeah, there's movie. Aquaman. Aquaman. Made a billion. Yeah, made a billion Aquaman. dollars. I wonder. If people's level it Shazam's out as well. I didn't mention any of the three DC and Blue Beetles. There's four DC movies this year. And I guess there's the Penguin TV show as well, which is probably the most anticipated. There's there's one more that nobody talked about. Peacemaker as well. Timothy Chalamet. Oh Wonka. Wonka. Playing yeah. Charlie. Oh <laughs> playing Transformers. Tra- put Transformers in that five. Transformers, <laughs> yeah, Transformers will do good. That will yeah. do good. Yeah. That'll do very good. That'll probably make a bill. Little Mermaid could Ooh. be surprising too. There's well. gonna be, and there's gonna be some like weird kids movie that just like like the DC Super Pets two is just gonna break well, elements, up a billion Element, dollars. for example, elements the new Pixar movie that's mm. kind of hitting that inside Pixar, out. Pixar Pixar original properties don't haven't been doing well. Soul, yeah. I, I Soul wonder if they're done. Do they're well. done, man. Well, Soul, Soul went Soul, right to the. They're still good movies. Yeah, but like Soul is a great movie, but it didn't do so hot. Yeah, I mean it was in the pandemic, maybe. Okay, well, just off your top of the head, then before we wrap up here, gun to your head, who do you think wins the box office next year, Adam? <laughs> Number one overall uh, box office, Mario. Let's go, Mario. Devin. Mm-hmm. Is it Mario or Mario? I, I've I've been I've said both before. Is it, so. No, is it is it Mario or Mario? Which is say Mario? Because it's Wario, or is it Wario? Or is it Wario? It's not Wario. I've said it's never Mario. Wario. I've said Wario. It's not Wario. Sure? I mean, he I says it's saying. me Mario, not Mario. Yeah, Mario. I've said. I think Mario is the uh, Mario's but the it's not Wario. American. It's Wario. Hmm. Whatever. Why are we arguing about this? So Devin, we're all going to say Mario. The content. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, everyone, thanks so much for watching. Let's see how bad our lists are at the end of next year. And until next... Oh, and I mean, of course, we're the most anticipated about seeing you all at Comic Expo again this year. We've already got plans for stuff that we're going to do for the movie draft. Excited to see you at SIF. And, of course, seeing you at another Sneaker Expo this year. So until next time, everyone, cheers. Enjoy the...